Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Event Manager Podcast by Skiff Meetings, the podcast for curious event professionals embracing the future of business events. My name is Andrea Doyle, and I am the Senior Editor of Skiff Meetings, and in this episode titled Celebrating Motor City's Resurgence, I have the pleasure of speaking with Stan Smith, Senior Director of Marketing for Visit Detroit. Our conversation revolved around Detroit's resurgence and how the city's story focuses on innovation and inspiration. We talk about things like the city's diversity, how its convention center, Huntington Place, is being renovated and a new connecting hotel is being built, how its thriving music scene attracts groups, about how Detroit demonstrates how urban renewal should be done, how it's the only UNESCO city of design in the United States, and how the city provides groups a unique creative spark that is so important today when attendees are looking for something different. I hope you enjoy listening to this conversation, and I invite you to check out other episodes of the podcast, which you can find on our website or by subscribing through your favorite podcast service. Special thanks goes out to Visit Detroit for being the sponsor of this podcast. And now for a word from our sponsors, PHL Life Sciences, a division of the Philadelphia Convention and Visitors Bureau. Host your convention or trade show in Philadelphia, one of America's leading life sciences hubs. PHL Life Sciences, the first and only CVB division of its kind, will connect you to the professionals at the forefront of your industry and to a culture you can only find in Philadelphia. A city known for its rich history that's forging a bright future, Philadelphia challenges the expected and defies convention. A world of discovery is waiting. Visit phllife.com to learn more. I'm Stan Smith. I'm the Senior Director of Marketing at Visit Detroit. Okay. How long have you been with Visit Detroit? I've been as an employee of Visit Detroit for, I've been there for about six years. And then before then, I had the pleasure of actually consulting for Visit Detroit for about 10 years previous to that. So I've been around for a while. Wow. Are you from Detroit? No, I'm not from Detroit, which is uh, to my shame, (laughs) (laughs) to my regret. But, uh, you know, I was talking to someone in the city who is not from Detroit, but has spent most of her life there. And she says that, you know, she didn't grow up in Detroit, but Detroit grew up in her. And I have to say the same thing. Detroit has grown up in me, definitely. Wow, that's great. Um, Can you explain a little bit about who you are and how you got to be Director of Marketing for Visit Detroit? Well, that's a, that's an adventure. You know, I'm a geek at heart. Um, I, <laughs> I got my start um, really just tinkering around with websites and um, digital marketing, really. And I went over to the agency side of the business, as we call it, and spent, you know, 20 of my years working in advertising agencies, just really tackling how do you use, you know, the internet and the web uh, for marketing. Um and over time, I just really developed a, a love for destination marketing. And that really came through um, some of my work I've done with Pure Michigan, which I'm sure a lot of people in the Skift community is familiar with, um, as well as working with Detroit. I just realized that this is something I want to, I really had a, a feel for, was passionate about, and really excited to see how digital marketing and 
you know, really taking a new approach to what people would call traditional advertising? How would that impact a city that has such a unique story like Detroit? So it's really a compelling challenge, and I, I really couldn't pass that up. I mean, you say Detroit has a unique story. Can you share a little bit about what that story is? Yeah, you know what, I think it's, I'm glad you asked the question that way, because I feel like there's a lot of things about Detroit that people have forgotten. Um, and then as we are celebrating Detroit's resurgence, it's almost as if people are seeing Detroit in a new way. But for the people who have been telling Detroit's story for decades, um, it's just a re, we're just kind of coming back full circle. Um, so Detroit's story is one of innovation. It's one of inspiration. And whenever America needed in innovation or inspiration, they always looked to Detroit from the automobile to you no know, Motown music. That has been Detroit's story. That is Detroit's story. And that has just been growing over the years, you know, and like every major city in America, we have had a rough patch. Um, people tend to make more of Detroit's rough patch than any other cities, but that's okay. We'll take that because <laughs> it's really, um, when you take a look at what we have accomplished, it just makes it all that much sweeter that people are recognizing that Detroit is still and welcome back to the story of innovation and inspiration in Detroit. And you touched upon innovation and inspiration and, you know, the automobile industry was centered in Detroit and now um, electric vehicles mm -hmm. are bringing Detroit onto the map. Can you explain a little bit about that? Well, you know, I think that, um, you know, a couple of things that, you know, it's just natural to talk about electric vehicles and mobility um, within, you know, the same breath as Detroit um, and our automotive companies are taking a lead there. Um, one of the things I believe that the city is doing, that the region is doing is wanting to make sure that the infrastructure is there um, for this revolution that's happening right now. And I think um, you may have um, heard about the stretch of road that we're testing out electrical charging on. So basically, you know, as you're driving your vehicle, your electric vehicle on the road, it charges your vehicle, which I, my son owns a Tesla and I took a road trip in it. And I'm telling you, that would be a godsend, you know, yeah. something allow that, something along those lines was possible. And it looks like it is possible. So they're building that road right now is coming along. Um, and it looks like um, the, the officials are planning to test it out um, the fall of this year. So we're looking forward to that. Wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And how long is the road? Right now, I think it's just a quarter mile section right now for testing purposes. And of course, if things go well, they'll be able to scale that up. Wow. And you recently held the EV exchange sponsored by ASM Global at Huntington Place. Mm -hmm. um, this seems to be a growing industry attracting meetings and conventions in this field. Can you touch upon that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, like, and I'm glad you um, recognize them and saw them I, from, we're getting, like you're saying, we're getting many more organizations of businesses that are, you know, a part of the supply chain um, for electric vehicles, um, making electric vehicles. And they're really are, you know, making sure that their presence is known in the Detroit region, which makes a lot of sense knowing our history. So that um, show was great. That really lines up with, you know, an organization that is um, aligned with Detroit's sense of 
innovation and inspiration. I think it made a lot of sense for them to host their event in the center of it all. And uh, we're seeing other organizations do a similar thing. So do you feel eventually you will be the hub of electric vehicle conferences? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. When you think, it's a terrific story to tell, and it looks like we'll have the infrastructure to do it. And uh, if we kind of follow what's happening across the state of Michigan, you can see that Michigan is making a, a serious bet in EV. Okay, great. Um. Skip Meetings recently wrote about Huntington Place's renovation and new connecting hotel. I mean, that's important as you attract new conferences like we're talking about in the world of EV. Um, where does that project stand now and what will the renovation include? It's coming along nicely. I mean, like it's coming along quickly. Um, I think it's been years in the making. A lot of people have been pushing for a lot of the renovations we're seeing now, um, but we're excited to see the plans move forward. So that renovation, as you mentioned, um, includes a new hotel property, 600 to 800 rooms that will be attached to the convention center, which will be a terrific plus um, to Huntington Place. That's one of the pain points that um, some organizations have pointed to, and it's going to be great that we're going to be able to address that with the new property. Um, I think the second thing that the renovation will provide is building out a new 30,000 square foot ballroom to add to the extensive facilities that we already have at Huntington Place. So this adds to the square footage, adds to the flexibility of the experiences you can create in the convention center. And I think that's going to be a, a terrific addition. And I think the third one that does not kind of is not getting the attention, but I think is really cool is that and what people don't know is that the international um, Detroit International Riverwalk actually goes right past Huntington Center on, um, um, really goes right past the center on the riverfront there. And, but you really didn't have convenient access to the riverfront. So this renovation is actually gonna open up one of our streets to give people direct access to the Riverwalk from the convention center, which I think is gonna be a really cool piece as well. So lots going on there. Be excited to see it all done. And the Riverwalk project is underway. When is that supposed to be finished? Well, you know, the Riverwalk itself, I mean, like it's already up and pumping along. I think we just won the award of having the number one Riverwalk in the country. Um, but that addition um, that will give that access to the Riverwalk from the convention center is part of the renovation plans. Okay. And um, when is that also supposed to be unveiled? I can't give you an exact date because I don't know. I'd be happy to get back with you on that. Okay. Um. Your organization recently conducted a lost business analysis of the last five years that revealed the city lost 564,000 nights because hotel capacity was lacking. And that um, equals more than $300 million in lost indirect spending. Is that why you're renovating Huntington Place and adding this new connecting hotel? Yeah, yeah, that's the most important step to address addressing that lack of capacity. When you, that was a startling number, um, and when we saw it, and when we started talking about it, I think it really galvanized a lot of people throughout the state to say, you know what, um, let's see what we can do to make sure that we can close the gap on that hotel capacity. So, um, the number one uh, pain point that people pointed to was that lack of access or that lack of hotel. Um, occupancy connected to the convention center. So um, building that hotel is going to be um, our most important 
and consequential step, if you will, towards addressing that issue. And we started our conversation by you saying you're celebrating Detroit's resurgence. Mm -hmm. Meetings and conventions is a big piece in that puzzle, isn't it? It is. Absolutely. I mean, like, I feel like, you know, biz, the business traveler is a huge piece of our travel story because when you travel on a business, frankly, that's the opportunity for a lot of people to discover a place for the first time. Right. Um, so really getting in meetings and conventions when a person, what they're doing from nine to five, they're, you know, part of meetings and conventions. And after five o'clock, they're just like every other guest that comes to our city that, you know, wants to enjoy it. So we want to make sure that we have a strong you know, meetings and conventions, story to tell. And I mean, your music scene is legendary. Is that something that helps you attract groups? Yeah, I mean, like, think about it. If you are an organization that really wants an event mm -hmm. that has music at its core, I mean, like, you just want to feel it. What other place are you going to go than <laughs> Detroit? Um, so when... Whenever we get the opportunity to help a organization bring music to their experience, we get really happy because um, that's something that we're really good at. So it's definitely a part of that story. And what are some of the ways you do that? Well, you know, we had uh, Connect in the city, Connect BizBash in the city um, last year. And one of the things that we did for them is that we actually created three music experiences that were housed in three different locations around the venue. So we had one alley that was um, dedicated to jazz. We had another that was dedicated to contemporary music. And then another one that was um, another venue that was dedicated to the Motown sound and some of those classic sounds that I grew up with. And we, those are three different experiences. They felt different. They had a different vibe, but they were all under the umbrella for Connect BizBash. And we're still hearing to this day that they just loved that, that experience and being able to kind of move between the three and see different parts of our music heritage. So I think that's a great example. Yeah, that's great. Um, When people come for the first time, what are some of the, um, reactions you hear? Well, you know, I think Detroit is one of those cities that, you know, a lot of people have things to say about it or opinions about it, but not a lot of people have been here. Um, so we're, as they come, I think the first thing that they say is, wow, this is amazing. This is more than I expected. And that is something that we like to hear. And then we always encourage people to come back because there's even more um, to enjoy. Um, so I think that's number one. I think people are impressed that they're getting a big time city experience without the big time city stress. Um, and I think that that's um, really cool because once you are in Detroit, you, you feel like you're part of the community because we are a working town. So as you're eating lunch, you're eating lunch with us as we're working, you know, and I think that provides an intimate and almost family atmosphere that you just don't get in other cities. That's great. Big time city experience without the big time city stress. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
Are you ready to celebrate your successes in the world of meetings and events? The Skift Meetings Awards are back for 2024, recognizing the most innovative business events companies across 15 categories, and we want you to be a part of it. Winners will feature on Skift Meetings, sending a clear signal to events professionals around the world that these are partners they can rely on. The final deadline for submissions is June 11th. We encourage you to start your submission today to secure the best entry rates. For more information and to start your submission, head to live.skift.com. There are some who say Detroit will soon be considered the gold standard for urban renewal. Can you touch upon that? Yeah, you know what? I I can touch upon it because I feel remiss to take any credit or any or pull any attention away from, I think, the real heroes to this urban renewal, which is, you know, our civic government and nonprofit leaders. Here at Visit Detroit, we get to cheerlead for all the hard work that everyone else is really doing to do that foundational work for urban renewal. Um, So I just want to make sure that they get all the credit that they deserve. I think that one of the things that they've done really well and what the community does really well is that anything that we do to build Detroit or to renew Detroit is staying um, true to and serves the residents. And I think that when people are looking at Detroit's renewal, they're seeing that community is really at the corner, at the core of it, and is not a, you know, a collateral damage um, of the renewal. So really excited about how our community is involved in that story there. And um, the city was recently recognized also for its emerging startup ecosystem uh, called a high-tech hub in the Midwest. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah. You know, when we were talking about earlier that I feel like certain things started in Detroit and it's coming back, you know, as I, as I hear that, I, I go that, you know, if you all, for most of America's history, when you talked about what was the core of America's startup or um, innovation ecosystem, people always pointed to Detroit, you know, so we're really just reclaiming the mantle that we've always had. Uh, So, you know, I think that what people are being drawn to is that, you know, that sense of opportunity um, that you have in Detroit. Um, and there's a sense of work ethic and hustle <laughs> that you get from just working in the community that you just can't help um, to catch a little bit of it. That energy is infectious. So I just think that that plus our location, too. I mean, like we have access to markets, but most importantly, just how Detroit is situated in the Midwest. We have access to a tremendous amount of talent um, that is starting to funnel um, into the Detroit region. So I think we have a lot of things that are going for us in that area. And um, I would imagine you can tap into that talent when a convention comes to town, when looking for speakers or experts. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's something that we're really focused on expanding our, our, our capability of doing, which is connecting businesses that if you want to talk about, you know, how Detroit approaches sustainability, you know, being able to connect you with, you know, the subject matter experts who are able to do that. We have, we have an an embarrassment of riches in that area. And we're really working hard to make sure that we can connect those, those thought leaders with, you know, those who want to have an event in Detroit. 
What what do you feel a planner who's never brought a meeting or convention to Detroit should know? And what are some of the things they should be sure to include in their itinerary? Hmm. Well, I think number one, um, understand that Detroit is a commute is a diverse community. And I think that as organizations understand the power and the advantage and the competitive advantage of running, you know, a diverse and inclusive and equitable environments um, or spaces that understand that Detroit is at the core of that and being able to hold your event here, be a part of the community that embraces those values, I think is something important. And I think it's going to mean a lot to not only the organization, but to the attendees of that meeting. So I think that's number one. Number two is I always encourage people that Detroit getting out and walking around Detroit and seeing what we have to offer really helps people to kind of get a feel for what the city is now versus what people have maybe alluded to what has been in the past. So I always encourage people to go get out and take a walk, go down to our river walk, um, come up to campus marshes and really get a feel for the city. Just get your steps in. Um, and then I think the third piece is, is that, um, our, everyone talks about their foodie scene and that piece, but we really do have an eclectic um, blend of cuisine that kind of represents the community, the diverse community that we have. So those those are a couple of things that can go on forever about all the things that you should um, see. But I think those are some of the things that pop out to me. Okay. And I would imagine like a visit to Motown is a must-do. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. If that's your thing, but you know, you know, Detroit is also the home of techno, um, as well. It has an amazing jazz festival. So, while Detroit is known for Motown, it's not the only thing that it's known for. So, if you have a musical itch you need to scratch, you're going to be able to do it here in Detroit. Um, and you know, from a museum and attraction standpoint, I think one of the things that you know are are our um, Detroit Institute of Arts was just recently recognized as being one of the country's top um, art um, museums. Getting the past, getting to those cultural centers, the Charles H. Wright um, Museum of African American History is another one. So in all of those museums, the cool thing about it is that they're within a block of each other, two blocks of each other. So it's easy to make an afternoon of it. And if a planner wanted to do a cocktail reception in these museums, is that possible? Yeah. And that's the, yes. And what the cool thing is about is that working with our team at Visit Detroit, a lot of those options become available. So definitely we don't like to hear or know that often. So we work pretty hard on behalf of our, our meeting planners. And um, you also have the distinction of being the only UNESCO city of design in the United States. How do you capitalize on that? And how did you get that designation? Well, how we got the designation, I would have to actually go back and get, because I know that it's a very specific process, you know, so I, only thing I can tell you is I know that a lot of hard work went into it. And I think being the only city of design in the U.S. Uh, for UNESCO probably points to how difficult that process is and how impressive um, the effort was um, to get that designation. Um, you asked about how we capitalize on that and Every September, we have, you know, the month of design. And during that month, we go all out and promoting 
all of the designers and curators in the community that really um, celebrate design with exhibits and other um, experiences throughout that month. Um, that keeps really the, our design cred on you know top of mind for uh, everyone who you know are coming to those those events during September. Um, and you know one of the things that we do is we never. Um, tire of talking about our design pedigree, you know, and I think that that goes from now architecture all the way to industrial design because we, you know, have design leaders across the board, across the spectrum there. So we always are talking about our design uh, pedigree there. Can you touch upon um, your meetings and events business? Is um are they back to where they were before the pandemic? How um, has it shifted, if it has at all? Yeah, definitely. It's surging back. Um, so that business, I think that um, if we're not at pre-pandemic levels, we're very close to pre-pandemic levels. So we're definitely seeing that business show back up. Um, the business travel portion of it came back a, a, a tad bit slower than the rest, but um, we're seeing that, you know, um, that those travelers, that business is coming back to the city. And um, what do you feel the future holds for your meetings and conventions industry? You know, I think as we become, during the pandemic, we really saw that people are really craving unique experiences. And um, so some of the standard experiences that you can get at any convention, um, we're starting to see that people are really craving something different. Um, and we just really feel that Detroit is uniquely situated to provide something that's really unique and that's compelling and it's going to stick with meeting attendees. Um, so we feel like from a, that standpoint that, you know, the future is bright for meetings and events in Detroit. And, you know, as we, as an event planner, as a meeting professional, we also understand how how important it is to come up with something that's new every single year so you can continue to attract, you know, those meetings, attendees and make those goals. Um, and we are excited to be a partner there because, you know, we could provide that creative spark that really can set a meeting apart. So I feel like that's going to be a prerequisite moving into the future. And I think we're unique, uniquely suited to uh, be a be of help in the future. So if a, um, a meeting professional goes to the CEO and says, I want to have my next event in Detroit because it provides a creative spark we can't get anywhere else, mm -hmm. how should they, um, can you help sell that? Like, what should they tell their CEO? <laughs> well, I, the first part is to talk to the experts who are amazing, does an amazing job of laying out that on the ground story for that CEO. And that's our sales team at visitdetroit.com. Um, but I think a couple of things I want to stress um, is one is that um, being able to shape that vision of what that event can be. Um, our sales team is the best in the business um, in terms of helping pull that together, being able to execute that vision the day of, the day before, the day after. Um, our convention services team that really is um, acts as a concierge as well as, you know, an assistant during this time period. Um, we're there to help as well. Um, I think that that type of service is something that really should be 
of importance because it means that your the CEO's team can focus on really making a meaningful contribution to the meeting attendees. And a lot of the details of how to pull that off, you know, they have a partner in Visit Detroit and getting that done. And I think that that's something special that we offer. What is your vision for the future of events? You know, I think it's going to get, wow. You know, it, it feels like the future and what's going to change is getting faster and faster. Literally, it seems like it's changing every week to now every day. But, <laughs> you know, I think meetings will get more immersive. I think they're going to get more hybrid. <laughs> Uh, but I also think that meeting attendees are going to stress that they have to get something personally meaningful out of spending their time at that meeting. Um, and we're starting to see that a little bit more. So I think that that's going to be the future. I think we're going to have to be super nimble as destinations in terms of really finding what's compelling and unorthodox about our destinations. I think that everyone's kind of hitting a standard in terms of, you know, food and you know, attractions and your Instagrammable spots and all that kind of good stuff. But I think it's really going to come down to, you know, which destinations are going to be able to provide really compelling moments at scale. So I think that's going to be the future. Ask me again tomorrow. I'll give you a different answer. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else that is important for us to know about Detroit as a meetings and conventions destination? What we would say is that, you know, <laughs> Detroit is uh, is, a, is more than a destination, it is a conversation. And I think that um, take the time, go to visitdetroit.com. Um, we have contacts that you can speak with that you can find on that website and really get an opportunity to hear and see for yourself what, the Detroit, what Detroit has to offer. I think that's the most important thing I can share. Um, we always end our podcasts by asking our guests who we should have on the next one and what is one question we should ask them. <laughs> Do you get a lot of good answers to this <laughs> question? Absolutely. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying. I think, you know, I would love for you to, you know, I think it would be a, a, a really cool if you speak with um, a person that serves on our board, um, his name is Mark Wallace. Okay. And he's actually the um, CEO, the head of the Detroit International Riverwalk. Okay. And he not only represents the city um, or represents the effort to revitalize our boardwalk, which I think is a key um, our river walk, which is a key piece, but he also owns a business in the city uh, making guitars that he has made that, you know, the wood comes from, you know, buildings that are being restored in Detroit. So he just has a tremendous sense of not only Detroit from visiting as a destination, but doing business in Detroit. And also he has a really unique point of view when it comes to events um, in Detroit, because a lot of them are around the river walk. Uh, so I think he would be cool. Um, and I would ask him about his guitar company. <laughs> About Wallace yeah, guitars. I think that would be a really cool conversation. That's fascinating. So not only do you own a musical instrument, you own a piece of history. That's exactly right. Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, this has been great. I really appreciate your time. Um, thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. Have a good day. You too now. Bye.